Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast, featuring dream-accelerating inspiration. I'm Jeff Meyer, your host, author, entrepreneur, and coach. My goal with this podcast is to help you identify and clarify your own dream by taking wisdom from others' successes and challenges. If you're looking to take action on your dream, to make a difference doing something you love, but your fears are holding you back, then this podcast is for you. If you're interested in finding additional support, you can also check out my Dream Accelerator coaching program designed to help realize your full potential and reshape your future. As always, you can learn more about my Dream Accelerator program at jeffmeyer.org. Using my Dream Accelerating formula, heart-centered entrepreneurs can focus on their dream, name their fears, change their mindset, define their next, and move forward anyway. Welcome back, fellow dreamers. It's really good to be back with you again, another episode of the Move Forward Anyway podcast, where we dive into the awesome stories of entrepreneurs like my guest today, Brian Robinson. And uh, we're very, very thankful, Brian, that you're with us today. Why don't you take a moment to uh, introduce yourself? Well, I'm Jeff Jesset. My name is Brian Robinson. I'm with Perfect Grounds, LLC, Knoxville, Tennessee. And when you say Perfect Grounds, the first time I heard uh, the name, I was thinking coffee, right? But uh, your business doesn't, uh, I, I, maybe you consume coffee and help other people's coffee businesses, but your Perfect Grounds LLC is about what? What do you do exactly? Well, it's about your grounds, the your home, the place that surrounds you, the uh, place of people's dreams, their, where they get their peace. And we want to leave them better than we found them. Perfect Grounds is not just a name, it's a statement. Mm, I love it. You leave it, leave it perfect for them. Do you do mostly residential? Do you do commercial property as well? So we started off as just a um, residential tree service. Um, in 2001, when we started, my wife was wanting to get me out of tree work. Uh, so we picked up doing uh, mowing and landscaping and things of that nature. Um, all that, we do some small landscapes from time to time, but for the most part, we sold the mowing side off, sold those contracts. Trees have taken over and stayed a constant. So that's um, where we have always felt led to be. So, we just so you're, back, you're back in the trees? Oh, yes, sir. We're, we have always been foremost a tree service, and uh, that's always been no matter what we've done outside of that that's always been the thing in the background that has uh, been the thing that you can lean on at any given point so 2001 you started this um what was going on in your life at that time that you decided to start this what tell us the genesis story of perfect grounds so i was a uh, a climber for another local tree service had been for a long time. Um, I was doing work on the side and it was always a dream to, to own my own business. I wanted to do something uh, for myself. So 
my wife and I got together, and like we, like I said, we talked about doing other things, and uh, I didn't want to have to climb trees forever. Um, the person that I worked for was so so good to us all the way through the process. We sat down with him um, through slow times. He fed us small jobs, things of that nature, just to kind of keep us going. Very supportive and um, just. He was an integral part of what we did. So that, that's a wonderful uh, statement to that that person that he wasn't threatened by you starting your own thing. He actually encouraged you to do it. Why Why did you want to own your own business? Why was that a dream of yours? Um, in my industry, what I was doing seemed to have a cap. I could only make that kind of money for so long as I was able to do the physical side. And I knew that from watching him as an owner, eventually you would bring other people in to do the physical side of it. Um, mm. He told me at one point that you can either be an owner or an operator. You can't do both all the time. Mm. So you have to be able to lean in on the people that you have around you and working with you. And it was more appealing for you long-term uh, where there's no, there, there's a higher ceiling to be an owner than to be an operator, especially in that industry. Right. I mean, yeah. our bodies, our bodies can only climb trees for so long and they start breaking down and it's, it's hard work. It's very, very busy. So you started in 2001, you've been doing it now for 21 years. Talk to me about what you and Amy were uh, experiencing as you thought about launching out and starting your own, your own adventure. What kind of uh, hesitations did you have? What kind of fears did you experience as you uh, took that big step? So I was... 26 or 27 years old, still very young. And, um, may I be brutally honest? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I was a very lost person. I'd never known God. I was an addict. Um, I don't think I had a whole lot of and you're trying to look towards the future once you, you know, I had seen the guys that had brought me into the business and what they were looking like as they got older and still trying to do the same job. That's what kind of led towards that. But um, mm. in um, 04, my wife and I were desperate to uh, get clean and get away from the life we were living. Mm. And uh, I didn't know anything about prayer. My wife was naturally tied. She wasn't allowed, she wasn't able to have children. And uh, she asked me to pray for us one night. And I stumbled and bumbled through that was what I knew. Mm -hmm. And uh, we now have an 18-year-old daughter whose name is Faith. Faith? Yep. She was born. Oh, man. I love that. My wife got pregnant almost immediately after that prayer. Wow. 
we um, we had faith in 2004, and um, in 05, John, the guy that I had worked for all those years, got liver cancer and asked me to partner with him and come back on because um, he needed help. He was going to, he had to have a liver transplant. And, um, yeah. Wow. And, and we, we continued that partnership till almost six years ago, he passed away. Wow. Um, and uh, then it was, and we've been clean and I found Jesus in a, besides just with her and uh, she grew up in the church that we go to currently. And it's just amazing the road that I've watched God travel with me on to get me to that place so that I could learn about him and what we've done through, uh, through believing and just, is just astounding. The, the growth is averaging about 70% a year over the last five years. So. Wow. That, that is a tremendous transformational story. Your entrepreneurial story is much more than just starting a business. It's a, it's a journey with Jesus and um, came out of a place of desperation and God has provided even, even, I just love that um, God hears our stumbling prayers. You know, he, he hears our, our feeble attempts to cry out for help. And he's just glad that you asked, right? I just, yes, that is so, such a, a powerful story. Thank you for sharing that. Um, no, that's wonderful. And go ahead. And the word says that he will bless us more than we can ask or think. Mm. One of the things that, uh, as of just a residential tree service, you asked me about doing commercial stuff. Um, we were trying to get into that kind of venture. And I had something come across my path that. Felt really led to do. Wasn't sure how, and it involved just land clearing on a large scale. Um, it was for a government contract. And I actually went to our pastor and had a meeting with him about it. And at the end of that meeting, he said, I want to tell you that God dropped this in my spirit that I think that you'll get this contract, but whether you do or not, something better is coming your way. Um, I left that meeting, and as I was pulling out of the parking lot, I got a phone call from a developer out of North Carolina that wanted us to do a project in Texas. In Texas? Yeah. And now we're in the East developer in, in, in Carolina to do a job in Texas. Okay, yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> so um, I flew down to take a look at the project. Um, it was very overwhelming, very large, heavily overgrown. And um, I had seven men, including myself, and only anything but chainsaws and weed eaters. I mean, nothing specific, but I drove to the end of a cul-de-sac that a regular road only had just a tunnel to drive through of all the overgrowth. And I got to the end of that road and I was like, okay, so. God, this has got to be, I don't understand. You've, you've set all this in my pathway just almost immediately after that meeting. 
and I don't know how to make this work. And I'm and, unqual and I'm unqualified. <laughs> and I'm unqualified. And a pickup truck was driving down the road towards me. And there was a lawn service that was there to mow a water treatment facility that was attached to that place had an easement through there. And as they were unloading, I just asked them if they'd be interested in taking over part of this project. And the guy said yes and became an amazing contact. Anyway, long story short, we did the, they gave us 21 days to do this project. We did it in 19. At the end of the project. Days. Yeah, and they, I mean, as they saw that we were going to make it, they added other things on and we just completed everything with excellence of what I strive for and everything we do. Um, and as it was finishing up, um, the developer told me that every other contractor had turned this project down. That everybody said it was impossible, it couldn't be done. And I never gave up. Um, on day yeah. one, I, I got on my knees on the project and picked up dirt and said, Lord, you brought us to this place. It must surrender. And yeah. Man, it just show me how. Show me yeah. how, Lord. So I wish I could show you pictures. These are for land sale companies. They yeah. buy large tracts, you clean them, they do a one-day land sale, you sell them off. On the day of that sale, a hurricane hit came up through Houston. Um, one of the owners knows I'm a believer and asked me to pray about the weather. I can, I, we did a story about this at church. You can see on the radar that there are two, now we're in the eye of the storm, and there are two clear spots. One was the meeting spot where everybody gathered, and then you drive through the storm and the property was clear. They, they had a big sellout, made great money, and it, it sent us all into the, whirlwind that the last five years have been. It's, it's been an amazing ride, but just through belief. Just through belief. Uh, that was in 2016? Yes. Wow. Was that Hurricane, um, is it Harvey? No, that was 2017. And yes, I think it was Harvey. Harvey, 2017. I know friends. I was just in Houston last Friday. And I know friends who went through that horrible storm and all the flooding that happened in Houston. Um, we, we were just outside wow. of Austin in a town called Marble yeah. Falls on the okay. Lake, Lake LBJ. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So there, there's so much to unpack there. Um, in our entrepreneurial uh, journeys, we are sometimes given opportunities to do impossible things, things that we don't feel qualified for, things that we haven't done before um, that are new. Uh, we don't have the right equipment, maybe. Um, but you went in there with faith, not your daughter, but faith yeah. in God, confidence that he gave it to you and that he was going to show you how. He was going to lead the way. Something about, talk to me about yes. So talk to me about what you learned from him 
what new skills you picked up, what new equipment you had to get. What what did you learn from that project that has helped you now the next six years? So obviously we needed larger pieces of equipment to uh, to help along that way. Uh, we had to rent our way through that one and just figure it out as we went. Um, once that project was finished, we purchased a forestry mulcher. We bought chippers and dump trucks and skid steers and I mean just boo-coos of stuff. I mean it's it's been quite the ride. Um, and I've learned so much. I mean, you learn about roads. You learn because uh, I mean, we got in with an. Once we finished that one, we actually got in with another developer, and we've worked for them both simultaneously. But the, the second one, he's out of the same area, and he wants us to be heavily involved in all aspects, from helping with the roadways. We've helped. With Paving, we've helped with getting all the infrastructure in and all the. So, in this process, I've learned how actual development itself works, mm. not just and in doing land clearing. But so, at this point, if you look us up, we're Perfect Grounds LLC. It's a land clearing, development, and tree service. Um, and at this point, I'm still believing. That uh, that's that's another area we're headed. I think mm. that at some point we'll do these full blown for ourselves. Yeah, willing to do I, the impossible. And today, I I couldn't tell you how that happens today. I have no idea, but I mean, I couldn't tell you how that happened then either. So we'll figure it out, right? Yeah, got the power of yes. That's the part of the yeah. That's the power of yes. Yeah, you get to figure it out. Um, I love the ingenuity. I I think. I'm just wondering how different your life would be if you would have uh, just settled to stay an operator. If you would have just decided, I'm just going to be an operator instead of taking the risk, making the investment to be an owner. How would your life be different today? It would uh, it'd probably be a lot simpler. <laughs> I'd be working for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But, but we would be we would be capped. Once again, I get back to that. I mean, mm -hmm. um, there, so there was a point in my life that we were going through all this and buying the equipment and everything, and I sowed a seed at church through prayer beyond my time. Um, towards what we were wanting to do. And um, in a prayer session, I know it sounds, um, people don't like to hear you say God said, but I'm telling you, God said, you double that and I'll double you. Well, mm. I've seen that. I mean, without any reservation, most of I, I mean, it was almost an immediate Okay, here you go. Hold on, buckle your seatbelt. Here we go. The ride is on. Yeah. And, um, and I wanted him to tell me that again. <laughs> if he tell me to double it today, I would. I'm telling you, I, regardless, I, um, the seed that we sow 
the tithe opens the windows of heaven. We are taught that the seed that you sow determines what comes through it. Mm. And man, you you put it back in his court, follow his word. You better hold on. Man, you got to be careful what you pray for because <laughs> you're faithful. He's going to do it, and then you better be. This would have been much simpler to be an operator. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and less and much less fulfilling, and uh, uh, so less, so much less growth personally, uh, spiritually, professionally. Uh, to just keep grinding, doing the thing for someone else, than to be the one that makes the decisions to double down and. And go for it, move forward anyway. That's when I that's stand awesome. here. When I stand here in my home today and look at my surroundings and look across our our yard that all of our equipment stays at, and the, the buildings and the trailers and all the stuff that goes along with it, I'm still just mind blown. I mean, people that come in here and come to work for you or don't really know you and come to visit of some sort, they they just see that you're doing well and probably whenever would believe you if you said I just I still can't imagine this, but I can't I, mm. it's it's so much more than I could ever imagine or think of. It's it's amazing. My wife keeps worship music playing constantly in our home. It never stops. This is a place of peace. Mm. And this, I'm in awe of what God will do for you every day. <laughs> That's amazing. What a great story. So, um, obviously, God has been an instrumental part in your encouragement to keep moving forward, to take risks, to try the unthinkable, to say yes, even when you have no idea how you're going to accomplish it. You know, we in my Dream Accelerator program, we talk about um making the offer saying yes to the um the opportunity in front of you before you perfect it so many people want to perfect their offer or perf- figure out how to do everything before they do anything and they don't really know that it's needed your your story is you said yes and then you figured it out well consistently along the way so God's been a big part of that. Who else, what else has helped you along the way? You mentioned this gentleman who died six years ago, who was a partner, his encouragement to you. Who else has been there to support you in your journey? I've got, I've got to tell you, he thought I was absolutely crazy when I took on leave. Um, the out-of-town stuff. He decided I was going to do it. He thought that was, he just, he's like, why would you want to do that? Yeah. So I feel like there's more, and I still today feel like there's more. Um, like I said earlier, I don't know how, but I just know in 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 here. And you said something a minute ago about um, people wanting to perfect it and know how it's going to go. Well, that's not how God works at all. Mm. He's never took somebody that knew exactly what they were going to do and sent them. I mean. Moses had to step into the Red Sea before it ever split. He didn't stand there and wait on it to split. He had to step. Yeah. And I work around people who unknowingly sometimes work off of a biblical basis. 
not even as believers. Yeah. They, they put that positivity to work, but it is so biblical. And as long it as is. we that, it's like I said earlier, as long as we step out in faith and do what he's calling us to do, regardless, just go. He didn't, he'll, he'll equip you as you go. Uh, as far as people who have been huge, huge in my life, as far as speaking things into my wife, is number one. Yeah. Um, she's the one that had that basis in those belief systems way before I ever knew what they were and has continually spoke that into every time I've ever had doubts or how in the world will we do this, she'll just, we'll just do it. You know, and so mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from her on that. Um, my pastor mm. has always made himself readily available to speak, to answer questions, give me correction when needed. And people don't like correction very much, but every now and then we've got to be put in the place. I was trying to beat myself up for a little while over my past, and he's the one that stepped mm. in and said, you know what? You've told me about this several times now. It's time to quit talking about it. Um, yep. Sometimes we, you know, like your program, um, you got to keep moving forward. Yeah. And just do it. Um, wanting something for my children. I've had employees that have spoken to my life that, whether knowingly or not, there's things out there if you're listening. Yeah. But as far I, as inspiration, I don't really have any. I've never met anybody that does what we do, uh, especially when it comes to these land clearing projects. It's not typical. Um, the way that we do them, I was blessed to be able to uh, be a part of the land sales separate of the land clearing. Um, so that let me know what customers were looking for, what they needed to be able to push them over the edge. What was it going to take? And standing out on our property one morning, as it was near completion, the sun was coming up over the lake. We had perfect view out through the water, view lanes cut. We don't remove any of the large mature trees. We just uh, accentuate them and was standing out there praying and watching the sun come up and uh, it occurred to me that we reveal dreams. People are coming to the, these land sales looking for their dream home, their second home, the place that they want to be able to relax and spend their time and until the moment that we got there it was hidden. And that's kind of the way that he's always worked. He has things along our paths. And I'm one of the people he's chosen to be able to expose that for others. And I just, that's such a blessing in itself. I love that. So you, you actually reveal what's hidden. You make visible what's uh, unattainable for folks. I, and and not just with land, obviously, I think also spiritually. And I, the big takeaway, as I've listened to you today, is that whether we realize it or not, whether we're willing to admit it or not, 
the entrepreneurial journey is a spiritual journey. Oh yes. It's a journey of it's a journey of faith. Right. And and he has revealed himself over and over again to you and made himself more clear in your journey as you've gone out and uh, done these things. He's shown himself to be faithful. Um to back up what he's, what he tells you. And uh, that's, that's beautiful. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time. I'd like to ask you one more question today, if I could. Um, There are people listening to this podcast that have been thinking about doing something on their own, using your language. They've been an operator for many years and they're the, the idea of being an owner of something is nagging them. They've tried to push it down. They've tried to suppress it. They've tried to distract themselves from hearing it, but it keeps it keeps popping up. And every time they give themselves an opportunity to think about owning something, they're they're afraid and they try to ignore it. Um, what would you say to them as they're listening to this um, this podcast episode today? What word would you like to speak into their life? Quit ignoring God's calling. People are called to do all kinds of things. People are called into the ministry. People are called into service. Quit ignoring his calling. Mm. He, he will equip you. He will show you. But you have to step out. That's awesome. I just wrote that down. Quit ignoring God's calling. He will equip you. He will show you. You have to step out. He's never gonna. He's never gonna do it unless you're willing to go, and you have to show him. Uh, mm-hmm. Our pastor told us one time: if you want to travel, you don't have the funds, you don't have the way, you don't know how it's going to happen. Start by getting your passport. Hmm. You you have to be. You have to equip yourself mentally to be ready. Or whatever that is, and if you're you don't step out and and go, and we're gonna you'll screw it up. We make mistakes. We're still human beings, and we're gonna do things yeah. that are wrong. And it's yeah, you may have to step back, but just stay faithful, and stay prayerful, and and listen, because that same unction that is pushing you to do whatever it is you're doing will be there with you all the way through. And like I said, I'm not anywhere near done. I'm still believing and pushing and when that door opens i will jump through it's going to happen um was kind of encouraged today in my reading about david um i thought that it was kind of fit in here somehow and i wasn't sure how that was going to fit in but um he was the least of the brothers but he was the one that was called Mm. Yeah, little boy, yeah. little boy, the slingshot. Yeah. So he uh, didn't even use all the armor that all the other soldiers would have used. I don't need that armor. It doesn't fit. It's going to slow me down. <laughs> but even beyond Goliath, he was called to be the king of all of Israel. Yeah. And. Even, even with all of his mistakes as a king, yeah, with he, all of his flaws, he still all he his was flaws, still all the, I mean, murder and everything else that took place in the middle of all that. 
Yeah. It wasn't until he, as a faithful believer, fulfilled what God had, God had called him to do before he left this earth. Once he had fulfilled his calling, he passed as an old man. And but he never quit pushing for he never quit moving forward. He always yeah. from caves to everything else. And if I could leave anything with anybody and lean on that God called him to do that, what's he calling you to do? I love also that you said that he calls us to do all kinds of things. You know, some some people listening might go, well, clearing land. I don't know. It doesn't seem very, doesn't seem like a very um, holy work. It's not like like being a preacher. Yeah. Um, and and it's just such a lie. It's yeah, just yeah. it's it's such a lie, because he has people all over the world doing all sorts of different things. That make the world a better place. That I love the way that you describe your business. It allows people to have a place of peace where they can maybe get closer to God, maybe get closer to the people they love, maybe get closer and build relationships with people they don't know yet. Um, I just think it's it's beautiful making a beautiful place um, of what used to be just growth grown grown over grounds is a stewarding the gifts of God and it's a beautiful thing um, so if you're listening today to this you might think ah oh, your your dream isn't that big a deal your dream isn't that godly how would God why would God be interested in this I would just double down on what Brian said quit ignoring God's calling if he's calling, you don't know what he's going to do with that little dream that you think is so little. Um, every step in his trusting him and having faith in him is a is a big step. And um, don't underestimate the scope of your dream uh, because you're comparing it to someone else's. I mean, Brian didn't start. He didn't start where he is today. If you go to see his house and look outside, uh, he didn't always have that property. He didn't always have all that uh, equipment. Um, God has provided that as he has stepped forward um, so that he can keep doing the work. So don't underestimate yourself, those of you who are listening. Um, Brian, I really appreciate it. This has been a very refreshing uh, conversation. It's been a great encouragement to me. Um, even in the middle of my entrepreneurial journey, there's times when I am tempted to quit, when I'm tempted to pull back, to not go forward, uh, when I get discouraged because things aren't turning out the way I thought they would. Thank you for uh, pointing me back to the author of the dream um, and to trust in him. I'm very grateful for that. And I'm going to keep I'm going to keep pe helping people with their dreams because I know that's what God's called me to. So. Um, thank you so much. How can people, I know you've worked in Texas, uh, you worked with a contractor uh, from North Carolina, and you've talked about things being bigger, so maybe you're even interested in going to states beyond Texas, I don't know. Uh, how can people get in touch with you or find out more about what you're doing or what you're up to? They can either go to the website, which would be www.theperfect.com. Perfect grounds.com. So it's T-H-E 
or they can look us up on Facebook. It's Perfect Grounds LLC. Or they can call my phone directly. I don't care for the entire world to have that. 865-363-7133. Love to speak with anyone at any given point about any part of it. Those, those who would think that not clearing land or what their dream is is mm. not. Uh, um, ministry, never hide your faith. I pray with my men. I yeah. pray with my customers. I pray with those that we work for. It's it's important, and that's why we're there. I love it. Well, what a joy to meet you. I feel like I found another brother in Tennessee, and I'm very grateful for that. Uh, blessings on your journey. Uh, keep taking those steps forward. Keep boldly proclaiming uh, the source of the dream. Um, I, I wish you nothing but the best. And um, thank you for the vulnerability and sharing your story. And I pray that it'll be a great encouragement to many people. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Be blessed. Hey, fellow dreamer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Head over to my website, jeffmeyer.org, for all of the show notes and links. And when you're ready to move from overthinking about your dream to actually taking action on it, consider joining the Dream Accelerator community. Our clients are getting crystal clear on their dream with our Dream Generator Vivid Description five-step process. They're discovering the truth about fear and how to use it as fuel to take courageous steps in the right direction. And most importantly, they are walking a clear path forward because they have made an investment in themselves to confidently realize their dreams. The results are so inspiring. Having coaching and companions on the dream journey is crucial. Remember, fear will come, fear will stay. Move forward anyway.